Natalia, and this is Grounded in Gratitude. Three things for this episode. Put me in three parts. Last Saturday's walk. The second thing, Camino de Santiago and Rock March. The third thing, the American Foundation on Suicide Prevention and the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Stick with me here. It's going to be a long one, but let's get to it. So I am super grateful for last Saturday's walk with the Chicago chapter of the American Pilgrims on the Camino. They foster uh, the tradition of the Camino by supporting its infrastructure. They gather pilgrims together and provide information and encouragement to past and future pilgrims. Stick with me here. I'll be back to the, uh, the Camino after I talk about Saturday's walk. What nots? So, Saturday. We plan to walk six miles. I walked a little over 11 11 glorious miles, by the way. Glorious miles. Though the second half, which was sprinkled with some lovely cold rain. Saturday, the Chicago chapter met at Graceland Cemetery. We were to walk from there to another cemetery, to a restaurant, and then to St. Gregory the Great for a special tour of the church. A rough itinerary, something like that. Um, we ended up spending a lot more time walking around Graceland. Hold on. I know some may have an aversion or a, whoa, that's weird, type feeling. <laughs> but this cemetery is great. Uh, it, bear with me. <laughs> it was founded in 1860 and received a perpetual charter from the state in 1861 it's about 120 acres and is a certified arboretum yes an arboretum i was joking with my sister that that's probably a really good idea because it'll get more people to visit these graves and visit these people and stuff but um it doesn't it doesn't really need to be an arboretum because of the people that are in this but it's twofold so i guess you'll see why it holds, it holds some of Chicago's richest legacies. Um, maybe not even the rich, richest, but it holds a lot of Chicago legacies and legacies just in general. A lot of people who are in Chicago will be very familiar with a lot of these names because they'll see them in, in a lot of street names or staples of, of Chicago buildings and the like. So... We've got the Kinseys, we've got the Elstons, we've got George Pullman, Pullman Riots, we've got the Ryersons, um, the Ryersons is a steel company, was a steel company, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say was, don't quote me on that, um, the Ryersons, which used to be a steel mill, a steel company, that is located around the western and Ogden area for those familiar, which is now home to Cinespace Studios. Little too big for you. Um, it holds the famed architect Louis Sullivan. It has William Kimball, William Goodman of the famed Goodman Theater, Potter Palmer of the famed Palmer House Hotel. We've got Charles Wacker. You may be familiar with Wacker Drive, the Gettys. Yeah, those Gettys. They're everywhere. We've got Daniel Burnham, 
one of the most influential architects and urban planners in Chicago history. We've got the architectural phenom Ludwig Mies van der Rohe. If you're not familiar with him, I guarantee that you're most likely seeing his works. I guarantee. Um, we've got the McCormick's McCormick Place. We've got the Rockefeller McCormick. Yep, uh, those Rockefellers. We've got Marshall Field. Yep, that Marshall Field. Yes, the one with the chocolates. The one that will always be Marshall Fields. Sorry, Macy's. Gotta stick with your roots. <laughs> We've got Alan Pinkerton, one of America's first undercover agents, Civil War scout, and guardian of President Lincoln. We've got Walter Newberry of the infamous Newberry Library. Super cool. Um, and backtrack a little because I need to mention just how swank and well off these people were. Um, are, are, are. Okay, you remember that Daniel Burnham guy I was talking about? The architectural, influential architect, urban planner? So the Burnhams, that guy, well, his family has their very own island. That's right. You heard that right. Graceland Cemetery has, um, in Arboretum, has an island. The Burnham Island is pretty cool. You gotta check it out if you're ever in the area. So, the last two cool things before I'm done talking your ears off about a really cool cemetery. The first, there's a grave with a statue of a young girl marked Inez. And it says, the daughter of J.N. and M.C. Clark. So for decades, this girl's identity had been questioned. Um, and it's, it's, not, it's now all but certain that this girl is Inez Briggs, the daughter of Mary C. Clark from a previous marriage. Um, legends of the girl have been numerous. Um, this one states that she died when she was struck by lightning during a picnic and was locked outside. So from this came another that um, the statue disappears during thunderstorms um, because Inez is so afraid. If you if you go to Graceland Cemetery, there's the statue of Inez, and not only is there a, like a life size statue of her, it's encased in this like glass box. <laughs> So, that's, that's, it's super weird and strange where you go in and you're like, what, what is that? I did a double take and I had to look it up. It was funny. <laughs> okay, so the second cool thing, before I'm done talking your ears off about this really cool cemetery, the second thing is the first grave of interest that started this lengthy pre-walk of sorts was Augustus Dickens. So he's he's close to the, the main entrance. Oh. Who, who's this Augustus Dickens? Well, the youngest brother of the famed English novelist, Charles Dickens. Yep, that one. So, I'm not going to badmouth any persons of interest in Graceland Cemetery, but, 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 <laughs> if you love history and you, and, and poking fun at the earthly leveling of the inevitable ephemeral nature of life that includes the aristocracy this place is for you 
it's it's great it's historical it's it's fun and it has over a hundred acres you can spend the whole day there it's, it's fantastic <sighs> all right so after Graceland Cemetery we finally started walking <laughs> we walked to Fireside um, for a rest- it's a restaurant here and we had about three tables because we had a little over 25-ish people in the group and I think that was the largest that they've had in a while um, anyway, Fireside for some food half our table got Rubens I'm not joking. <laughs> Half our table got Reuben, Reuben sandwiches. Um, they had sweet potato tater tots. But don't get too excited. They were okay. <laughs> it was too much of what tasted like maple syrup in the tater tots. Or it just threw us off. I, guess. I don't think many of us liked it because it was just... We weren't expecting it. It was good, but we weren't expecting it. So, after Fireside... Pardon that noise. Jarring. <laughs> so after Fireside, we we walked to St. Gregory's. Oh my goodness. I love visiting other churches. It's, it's really interesting. Um, if you're in the Chicagoland area and you like to see some impressive Norman Gothic style churches, you definitely want to check out St. Gregory's. It was founded in 1904 by German and Luxembourg immigrants. And Norman refers to the French influence on English architecture following the Norman conquest of England in something something 66. I want to say I want to say I'm not going to say I'm not going to history. (laughs) Um, But it's that time, yeah. So, St. Gregory the Great Church is one of the finest examples of Gothic Revival architecture in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Um, they have these soaring, like, there's, like, great giant wooden beams um, and other wooden sections, and they all come from Schwarzwald, the Black Forest of Germany. It's pretty cool. They ship them all, all that wood and carved Oh, it's so beautiful. So, the pulpit of St. Gregory Church is an amazing masterpiece of liturgical art. Liturgical liturgy. Bear with me. <laughs> so, all of these are um, handcrafted by German artisans of the Black Forest region. We've got, uh, because it's the pulpit, we've got the four, the four Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We've got Matthew with an angel. We've got Mark with a lion. We've got Luke with an ox, and then we've got John, traditionally with an eagle, but here he's with a cup, and there's a, a snake that's coming out of the cup. Um, it's, it's said to have been because um, he was blessing this cup, and um, in doing so, he rid the cup of evil. It's beautiful. Um, so these hand-carved, um, underneath these, they have these hand-carved busts of the church doctors. We've got St. Ambrose, St. Bernard, St. Gregory, and St. I want to say Athanasius. And they're stationed under, under the intricate carvings in the four evangelists. 
very cool. Um, the church, though, was in 2004 uh, almost destroyed by a fire. It broke out in the, in the choir loft. Kind of sad, but it's also kind of cool because it was it was bittersweet. It brought it was sad, but it also brought this this new purpose and joy to the community. So the cleanings and the renovations had given this new life to it. It also gave it a unique op- opportunity for the church artisan. Um, if you'd like to learn more about St. Gregory's iconography and more, you can visit www.stgregory.st g-r-e-g-o-r-y dot net um, huge thank you to Father Paul Father Paul Lockdoor I'm not sure if I'm saying that right um, thank him for the tour it was beautiful <sighs> alright almost done <laughs> bear with me so and after the church tour, instead of walking to the next cemetery, we walked back to, to Graceland Cemetery. And instead of walking home, um, a certain someone that you all know who happens to be talking right now, hint, hint, wink, wink, thought it would be a great idea to go get Argentinian ice cream after and while commuting and continuing to walk in the cold rain. This is when the cold rain started to pick up. Like, like actually rain and not just drizzle. <laughs> that was me. That was me. I suggested it. <laughs> I regret nothing. Uh, yeah. So, good stuff. Visit Frio. You will not be disappointed. They have really good Argentinian ice cream. Um, I can't tell you what the difference between ice cream and Argentinian ice cream is, but I know it's really good. The rich, fresh flavors leave you with a... It leaves you with a... What? How'd they pack so much flavor in there type feeling? (laughs) So yeah, good stuff. (sighs) Alright, I got through part one of this lengthy episode. If you've made it this far, I thank you for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed this one. Let me know. (laughs) Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy this little break. And I'll get to part two, which will be what this Camino de Santiago thing is, and like why I'm prepping and walking 11 miles, or supposed to walk 6 miles, but why I'm walking, um, gaining mileage and stuff what this Camino thing is, although I keep saying it, but might not know what exactly that might be. So, hopefully, I will fill you in on part two of that. Um, I will also throw in the Ruck March, because in one week, less than a week, it's Saturday, so in less than a week, I'll also be walking in the Ruck March of Chicago. Stay tuned for that. And then part three, which will be the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and the National Alliance on Mental Illness. For those of you who know me, you know how much I advocate for 
mental illness and suicide prevention and why it's important. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Later days.